What tabletop RPGer doesn't love dice? I do, and I'm sure you do too. So if you are looking to begin a dice collection, or let's be honest, add to yours, check out Dice Envy. Go through the link in our show notes, and you will be able to find many, many sets of beautiful dice of all different kinds and sizes. When you use the link in our show notes to go to the Dice Envy site, not only will you be able to shop their entire collection and catalog of various dice sets, but you will also help support this show because a small portion comes our way, which we will then immediately roll back into making this show better for you. So check them out, diceenvy.com, or better still, go to them through the link in our show notes. Hey stackers, do you feel like your games are bland and lacking in atmosphere? Well, fear not, because if you go to BattleBards.com, you can access a whole host of sound effects and background music that can really spice up your games. BattleBards.com offers a Prime subscription, and if you use our stack code, S-T-A-C-K, you can get a 20% discount on this subscription. If you are a Prime member, you have access to a soundboard and editing tools, and the ability to stream sounds. This can be useful for adding like a dragon's roar to a final boss encounter or maybe some ambient tavern music for when your players are at the local inn taking a rest. Check it out at BattleBards.com. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. I'm going to run over to uh, where the Marchioness is and ask to seek an audience with her. I want to travel with Tiara and Wamberbash. She pauses for a moment and then she puts her hand on your shoulder and guides you away. I think that is an excellent idea. They have been of great use to us, as you know. But I think your being with them can serve two purposes. I've come to rely on you as one of my strong leaders, and so I know that your arm will help keep them safe in their journeys. But I also think there would be a lot of merit to them returning to us someday, maybe when their journeys are over. Perhaps you could be there to guide them back here. And Farron, you are just about to drift off to sleep on your little pallet there in the corner when there's a light tinkle of music and then a glow seems to emanate from the chest across the room. You want to describe what your weapons look like? They look awesome. Then as one hand wraps around the handle of the whip and the other the haft of your axe, music flows into you even as it flows out. And as the light subsides, you feel an invisible thread binding you to both your whip and your axe. You get up, you feel like you're almost not even touching the floor, when suddenly you hear a shuffle in the hall, and the sound of somebody crying. There's a sickeningly green glow coming from down at the far end of the passageway, and then cackling. Tira Womberbash, look out in front of you! What is that? 
You stole my father's heart! And she's looking at your direction, Farron. I know who it is. He should grieve me still, but you have taken my place as daughter. With a shriek, she dissipates into shreds of ghostly green mist. As soon as the ghost dissipates, suddenly you hear the thrumming of the engines. You have an older woman in the room with you. Oh no! <laughs> I thought it was gonna go away. <laughs> Montague appears at the door. Are you all right? Hello, stackers, and welcome back to another episode of Stack of Dice. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at stackodice or by email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. We want to thank you for joining us as we continue our fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I'm Rhett, the DM, and with me is Meredith as Tira Ironstag, Michael as Womberbash Benson Mum, and Catherine as Farron. Who's ready to tell a story? Me. Me. All right. When we left off last time, you had just fought a ghost in our special Halloween episode, and some interesting things happened. I'll say. <laughs> uh, namely, that Farron is now 30 years older. I'm 62. And uh, that's where we left off. They're standing around in the crystal room on board the Star Sailor, their airship, and the lingering sounds of the ghost fading into the woodwork are echoing out of the room as normal sounds begin to flood into it. Montague, did you see the ghosts? What are you talking about? You, You didn't see any, like, vapor cloud type ghosts like for the past hour or so they were everywhere all over the ship we've been looking for you we've not seen a thing like that we've had people in the hold in the bilge bilge no there wouldn't be a bilge on an airship (laughs) (laughs) uh gone up to the top of the masts and checked each stateroom but they've all been empty and we we thought for sure you had maybe fallen over the side or something We've been in here fighting for our lives. We were looking, and we didn't see you at all. Also, where's Farron? I do want to do something. Okay. And that's all we get to know about that. And that's done, and we're done. And so episode's over. Farron, you are considerably older than you were. You've almost doubled in age. I suppose... Why don't you both... Tira and Bash, why don't you both give me intelligence checks? Great. That is my lowest. Fabulous. 18. 19. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you both see the lines of Farron's face in the face that is before you. It's obviously aged considerably. Farron? Farron? Is that you? Well, as the stone circles her head, it's kind of hard to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> right, so it hasn't left me. Yeah, no, the stone is still circling you. Farron, what happened? Do I know? Like, I mean, do I, I just instinctively you can, know? You can, make, you can make some pretty good guesses here. What? What is it? Tell me. Didn't you see the liver spots on your hand? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're, you've aged, like, a lot. Can I see my reflection in the column? Like if I, I want to go yeah. look. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, I go to look and, and notice and uh, uh, what just happened? I don't know. This is, this is how we found you in here. 
Did that ghost do something to you? It had to have, it had to have been that. I can't think what, what else could have produced this effect. But the ghost is gone. Why is she still this way? That I don't know. I beg pardon, but why are there holes in the walls here? We, we fought something in here, and uh, this is the aftermath of the battle. Montague shakes his head wonderingly and begins muttering under his breath about needing to find a carpenter to repair the damage in here. Are, are you all right, though? Aside from Farron, uh, I'm fine. I think so. I shall get to work on repairs at once. And he bows and he heads out. I don't understand. How are we the only ones who know what happened in here? Well, we couldn't even find Farron at first. (laughs) I'm just like, what in the world? (laughs) I I don't know what to do about that. (laughs) I just kind of flop down. Onto the deck? Down on my shins you know like mm-hmm. kind of sitting like, like where fall my, to your my, knees yeah yeah, yeah where okay. my my legs my the bottom my feet are out fanned mm-hmm. out Ow. and i'm just yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> hey, i'm not that old people okay i'm very sprightly <laughs> <laughs> and i just kind of let my arms drop and i don't know what to make of this at all let's get you back to your room i mean if peter is here i would say Healer. He, yeah, he might be able to do something, but well. No, Bash, come on. L- let's get her back to her room. Okay. And we'll try and figure something out. So I'm going to go get her under her other arm or whatever. We're going to try and help you up. Because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you're, you sound like you're describing you kind of like a despondency right now. You're just yeah, like, it's, just, it's just my whole yeah. countenance. Well, your your world just, just turned upside down like the last 24 in. hours. Yeah. Oh my goodness. As Tira does help you to your feet. It's not that you are arthritic or anything, but you feel aches that you have never felt before. Uh, it's just the accelerated aging. I mean, I'm not wow. 60, and I feel Great. those now, so I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. You stagger your way back to your stateroom yeah. and sit down on your pallet. The stones. What about the stones? Can the stones help me? Can try to try to hold on with, to the stones with your hands. Try to grab the stone. You grab and you give it that little tug to pull it out of orbit, and it glistens in your hand. Uh, it's pulsing a little more solidly maroon. Think young thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Click your heels together three times. <laughs> There's no place like home. Mm-hmm. Uh, How do we turn her young again? I don't know, I don't but my know. hand is clenching know. this stone so hard it's shaking. Yeah, good. I desperately want to change the outcome here. I I can help, but only you can fix the stability. (gasps) The shard? He said, yeah. It is disrupted. I can only do this once, I think. I will need, I need stability. Now, we didn't notice that. Right, I was going to say, who is talking or where am I hearing this from? Your stone, your stone is pulsing. It's in your mind. You're the only one that seems to be able to hear it. You can see Tira's and Bash's face looking concernedly at you. Yeah. Uh, while this is going on, the the shards, shards, the shards in the column of the stones. I, I'm hearing a voice telling me that it needs stability. It can help me, but it needs stability. Sounds like she's losing her mind. 
no. Dementia is setting It in. must be the shards. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> it's coming too. It's coming on too fast. Yeah, I <laughs> the shards are shards. I need stability. <laughs> it's in the column. <laughs> what? <laughs> Farron, what are you talking about? Not to 16 and back again. He's like, Farron, what are you talking about? <laughs> he just drops it. Oh, my word. Okay, hang on. <sighs> yeah, go ahead. In the other room, I saw a part of the column. Some of the shards were pulling away from each other. What, you mean where we fought? Yes. We just got in here, but I guess let's go back. <laughs> you trudge the Please. 50 feet down the yeah, hall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Man. <laughs> Stupid Farron. <laughs> so we get back into the room, right? Yeah, you get to the room, and there is the central column. It's the glassed-in column. There is a, a door with a latch on it, um, but otherwise it's glassed-in. Now, this is, the, this is the room with the star stones that power the ship, correct? correct? yeah. Okay, all right. Mm. So it's like these the are, warp these... drive kind of deal. Yeah, yeah the okay. dim crystals, if you will. Um. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think I can recalibrate the antimatter. <laughs> Computer, do we have <laughs> an extra beryllium sphere <laughs> on board? <laughs> I, I got try to try to form a rudimentary lathe. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. Galaxy Quest. All right. These are the stones that power the ship. These are star stones. Like the one that you got from Peter, or the ones that give Bash his powers. The voice is telling me it needs stability. This is the only thing I can think of. So I'm going to reach up and open up the latch and open up the door. Okay, the door is open. Okay, I mean, we can see in the glass, right? Yeah. Okay, so there are, there's, are there some crooked? There are definitely some crooked. Now that you are there looking at them, it's easy enough to see that three of the crystals are out of alignment. Am I able to reach under there and, like, move them, or? Yes. But can we? You're going to start barfing magically. You know what? Wait. Maybe, maybe we, we sh- can't touch them, right? Well, you can touch one at a time, maybe, if you're not touching your other ones. But maybe we should call one of the crew to actually fix this thing. <laughs> oh, man. Sucker, who's wearing a red shirt? Come here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, Farron said she hears the voice saying that it can help her, but it needs stability. Maybe she needs to do it. I'm going to eat another 30 years when I touch it. Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to reach up there and try to, uh, I'm going to take my, um, the one off my arm and set it on the, on the ground. Okay. And I'm going to reach up and try to like shift it and move it. I want to grab him. Okay. Actually, I grab his arm down. Okay. Before he touches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You start to reach your hand in and Farron slowly, achingly reaches her aged hand. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> Farron grabs you by the wrist. Gross. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> This is my burden to bear. I, I think I should do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are never going to get through this episode. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's only supposed to be a 20-minute 20, 20 episode. <laughs> go ahead, go. Okay, so but then- You better put your, you better let your stuff orb around your head. You can't be touching your stone because you'll get sick. Right. I release my stone. My stone is orbiting. Yes. Orbiting, orbiting my head. And I can I can see visibly where they're supposed to go, right? Like yeah, I mean they're they're not like lying sideways. They're they're just like shifted out of their sockets a little bit, so a nudge would put them back in place. Okay, so I go put my hand in, 
You reach your hand Slowly. in. Uh, so there are two white crystals that are out of alignment and one purplish crystal that is out of alignment. Which one do you want to do? The purple. Okay. Uh, you reach forward and a wave of nausea hits you. And it's like you're trying to force your hand through an invisible field. And your hand is, it, it's like trying to push two magnets together with the same pole. Okay. Um, so can I try to reach for the other ones? You get the same effect. It's all pushing your hand away. Are, are it's you not like, working. What do you mean it's not working? What's happening? I can't get close to it. It's repelling me. Maybe it has something to do with my stone. Is the ship on? Maybe if we turn the ship off first. <laughs> Cut the power. <laughs> yeah. We the first, actually. <laughs> Is this an exercise? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's another drill. <laughs> Have you tried turning it off and back on again? Yeah. <laughs> well, then maybe we do need a member of the crew to fix this. Or maybe we just need all of us to reach our hands in there. Yeah, that really works. <laughs> Every time we've all reached in for something, then like a bad thing happens. If, if she can't touch it, and this is the effect of trying to mix our star stones. Maybe we do need a, a member of the crew because they don't have star stones. They can just go in there and realign the thing. Let me try once. Go for it. All right, so my thing is still off my arm, so I'm going to try to reach in there. And what do you know? I do grab it and actually put it right back in place. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> no. As you're reaching your hand mm-hmm. in, you, you feel that same thing as Farron just experienced. The ship's carpenter does come in, and when he sees you reaching in, his face blanches white. No, don't. Stop. Pull. Get back. We have to fix, we have to fix this. Yeah, there's, there's a way. There's a method. Please, sir, please step away. He runs over to a speaking tube, and he says something excitedly into it, and within a minute or two, the engineer comes in, and he's just this surly-looking guy with a, with a frown Mess on his face. my engines. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he stares at you till you back away. <laughs> I'm telling you, Captain, I cannot give her anymore. <laughs> right, right. And he pulls out this contraption. It's, it's hard to describe, but basically it's leather and wood, and he reaches in there with it, very neatly slips over the crystal, and he, he manages to shift it into place, and he does that with the other two. And within a couple of minutes, the crystals are back into their sockets. Next time you want to go playing with the crystals, you call me first. Sorry. I'm going to pick up mine and put mine back on my arm. And then he grumbles his way out of the room. And we all look expectantly at Farron. Yeah. All right. So, right, so grab, grab your stone again. My stone is... But hold it in your hand. Oh, thank you. So I grab it, and I just think to myself to try to talk to that voice. What do you say? Have I, have I completed what you needed me to do? I, I, I feel, feel stability. stability. I, I think, think this will work. work. Please, Please sit. I sit. You settle down onto the floor. It takes longer than you normally would. And then through your closed fingers... The turquoise light flashes, and all of you can see it. Once, twice, and then on the third burst, a cool sensation rushes up your arm and seems to scour you from within. You feel your flesh filling back out. You feel life returning to you. Uh, You feel like you're being restored. And then there's a, an almost anticlimactic silence as the coolness leaves through your left arm. 
as you glance down, you see that the turquoise light is considerably dimmed. And now instead, there is a much richer maroon color. I would have asked for a shave of maybe another 10. Yeah. 23s are pretty good. Well, she's now good. 10. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, overshot. Yeah. <laughs> a great sigh of relief from me. Uh, just so you know, the, uh, the ghost's horrifying visage. If you fail your saving throw to be frightened by more than five, mm-hmm. which you did, you lose 1d4 times 10 years of your life. Ooh. Whoa. And it can be reversed with a greater restoration spell, but only if it happens within 24 hours of that being laid on. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying if that doesn't happen within 24 hours, they're stuck at that age? That's right. Wow. Yeah. So I'm glad you took the time to uh, to explore this. Oh, man. So that was that was potentially rough, and I had no idea what was going to happen. I would have been coming back home real soon. <laughs> you were going to ship turn, around. Turn around. <laughs> or drop me off and off. In a box. <laughs> you people! crazy i'm going back (laughs) well this was a mistake yeah okay uh so you dodged a bullet yikes as you sit there on the floor you feel completely better and tira and bash you see that the the lines of age that the the rich color of her hair returns Mm -hmm. you do notice that as you haven't put the stone back in in orbit around you have you you're still holding it yeah okay uh, you do notice that the color of the stone has changed. What time is it? What, what time did we wake up? What time did all this happen? It's still nighttime. Okay, so it was like the witching hour when all this occurred? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. around like midnight or one o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Well, whatever that was seemed to have worked. Farron, you better get used to this because this happens to us all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Life with a star stone. Uh, all right. Let's get her back to her room now. Yeah, yeah. Let's come. Come on, Farron. Let's 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 get out of here. And so I release the stone, and it yep. goes back. You make your way back. You're welcome to get a, a long rest. Yay! So all hit points restored. All features, ability, spell slots. The next days pass as you make your way steadily eastward. And on the morning of the fifth day, you notice that laid out before you in the golden light of dawn, the country is starting to look somewhat familiar. You are passing over the run of hills, and that is a region just west of Arden, and Tira, directly ahead, showing up purplish-black in the morning light, uh, you see the familiar pattern of the Three Sisters' peaks to the east. Uh... Tira, do you think we should maybe try to stop off back home? I mean, given the fact that you found your father's hammer, should we stop home first? I mean, we're so close. This is the closest we've been since we originally left. Two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Three days ago when we left. Wait, how long has it been for real? Like six months. We're, we're Right? We're not sure. We, we stopped keeping track, but it hasn't been as long. It hasn't been two years. The first 15 episodes took place in like three days. Oh, wow. Yeah. It has been at least three months, though, obviously, right? Oh, it's been uh, at least uh, three uh, months. Every bit of that. Every bit of that. Because there have been, we didn't always talk about, we didn't always detail all the travel time. And there have been times we were traveling yeah, for days I, and days. I'm going to guess whatever. it's been at least six months, but mm-hmm. uh, okay. Um, 
Tira is not really sure how she feels about being this close to home. Peter's last words about how Arden is lost and the fact that she has her father's hammer, that, that, the, that the Reaver's servant had it, none of that bodes well. None of that suggests that what they're going to find there is going to help them on their way. It might be more of a distraction. Um, I've dealt with enough death and destruction these last few days. We can go home when all is well. I just want to press on and get this done. Okay. Yeah, I forget what the day restriction was for the airship, but you're definitely getting mm -hmm. close to your power down day. So we should find a place maybe to uh, set the ship down, I guess, or bring it lower. Can we make it to that nearest peak, do you think? What does the engineer say? Yeah, I don't know. We the, the captain, mm -hmm. uh, who is much more easy to deal with than the uh, engineer, yeah, tells you, we cannot land on top of these mountains. No, uh, we don't have the elevation. We can't go high enough. We can either stop short if you don't want to go to your hometown, or we can go ahead and press on, but we are getting dangerously close to when we need to set down. I don't see the point of going back to Arden. From what Peter said, it's not even there. We are at your command. I think we should turn southeast to make our way around the ridge and just land short of the foothills. Yeah, you're going to head south along the ridge of mountains. Yeah. Uh, heading toward the desert. Yeah. As you wish. You're able to go through the rest of this day. Toward evening, you start to hear some, it's probably best to describe it as sputtering, mm. as the engines begin to reach their... <laughs> <laughs> they begin to reach their capacity. There's going to be a, a one-day reset on the engines, but you manage to get just to the transitional zone between the more grassy lands of southern Moriga and the desert area of southern Moriga. Does the ship hover still about 100 feet off the ground during the rest, or does it even land? Does it actually land? It is going to land. So we can maybe disembark and... Uh forge for supplies or food hunt i'm going to actually uh put down the uh instant fortress and we'll stay there for the evening while the ship rests or the day i want to just say that farron is thrilled to be off the ship right now actually okay mm. yeah oh, i bet from my drawing that i created of it i'm thinking about uh 15 people can fit inside <laughs> that's what the outside looks like Oh, so these are the doors down here. It's huge. You said this is just 10 feet alone. Yeah, there's three floors. Well, actually, but the fourth is on top of the thing above. Oh, did you need thing this? Above. Yeah, okay. So this is the first time you've actually used it. Yes. Now if I can remember the word. I remember it. I'll say that everyone in the crew can fit. Cool. There's no, it doesn't say how many people can fit into it. So I'm going to say they all fit. All right, so I'm going to take it out. It's, it's got some heft to it. It's pretty uh -huh. dense. It's about, a, you said it's like a one inch square yep. or so. Does it look like it? Just small. I want it to look like it, just miniaturized. I don't I want it to it be like. Cube. I don't want it to be just like a regular That's metal fine. cube. I want it to yeah. be that shape. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to set it down, and uh, I'm going to say I think we should step back. So I'm going to step back from it yeah. quite a ways, and I'm going to yell, "Amplificati!" <laughs> Your voice rings out across the desert waste, "Amplificati!" and nothing happens. That's the word. 
<laughs> is that what you wrote down? Because yeah. when you first said it, it was amplificatio. It is amplificatio. The zero is actually <laughs> underneath the yes. yes. Ah! <laughs> Suddenly the ground rumbles. The figurine of the tower begins to shake on the ground. The sand around it begins to like yeah, yeah, yeah. roll away. Mm. And then it just jumps out to its full width and then awesome. shoots straight up into the air this massive, uh, what was the metal you said? Tungsten. Tungsten. This massive tungsten fortress tower springs that's, into existence that's big time because mo i mean even most of our swords and stuff they're, they're not made out of tungsten that's that's a that's a and i didn't even know he's like pick a metal or pick a material and i was like tungsten and then he told me what it was afterward and i'm like man I, i'm glad i didn't pick like sand yeah <laughs> or clay yeah the tower springs into full height and width and the door stands there ready for you to go in oh i'm the only one who can open the door as well. Okay, so I open up the door. Can, can I say that Farron jumps back like at yeah. a stance? What is that? Come into my crib. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That I did not expect I did not expect it to be quite like this, Bash. That's I mean, amazing. Yeah, we we should use this more often. <laughs> it's like, yep. <laughs> now I imagine there are some rooms and stuff in there. Let me do something. Mm. Oh, buddy. You do that, Bash. Uh, how are you all standing? Were you all together or were you kind of split apart? I know you said get back from it. Right. I mean, I imagine I'm just off his shoulder behind him. Okay. You are all enveloped in a giant wall of darkness. What? I can't see. Can I see? Nope. Not a lick. What just happened, Bash? Did you do it wrong? <laughs> I no, I I don't I, I think I think I don't think so. <laughs> I can't even no light from my stone. No light from your stone. It is pitch black. You ever been to a cave where they turn out the lights? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I take out my wand and say Lumos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what this is not this is not part of the fortress. No, I I, I this is the first time I've used it, but I don't I don't think this is right. Should I shrink it? What is happening? Do something. Diminua. You hear a rumbling sound through the darkness, and that's it. I'm going to try and light a torch. Okay, you fumble with your pack, you pull a torch out, uh, you rummage through pockets, and you uh, work with your flint and steel, and you hear the rasp of the flint on the steel. There's a whiff of ozone, and then you hear a sound as the torch catches light, but you don't see any of it. And then suddenly the darkness dissipates, and there's your little figurine on the sand. What just happened? I have no idea, but let, let me see something. Amplificatio. One moment. Oh, no. Is this built into the stupid fortress, or are you <laughs> adding this? <laughs> the tower rumbles, and this time you see it spring into its full existence, and nothing happens. I wonder if that's some sort of defensive part of this. Well, we better hurry up and get, get in inside. There. Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna I'm gonna run toward the thing and, and hurry up and open up the door. Okay, the door opens, and inside you see the cool interior of the tower, okay, which so is I, a welcome sight considering how warm it is out here right yeah. now. Yeah. So, um, obviously, is the whole crew following us in there at this point, or is it just us? They're three? busy on ship. Okay, yeah. so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna close the door for now. 
Um, I take it there are some steps up to the, you know, second, third, and then the the turrets uh, decks. Um, Maybe, are are there rooms in here too, or some rooms? Well, let's see. What part of day is this again? It's evening. The fortress is a square tower, 20 feet on a side, 30 feet high, arrow slits on all sides, and a battlement atop it. The interior is divided into two floors with a ladder running along one wall to connect them. The ladder ends at a trapdoor leading to the roof. When activated, the tower has a small door on the side facing you. It opens only at your command, which you speak as a bonus action. It's immune to knock. So that's the explanation. Sounds like no rooms, just two floors. Yeah, it's yeah. just a fighting mm-hmm. platform. All right, so we'll we'll just that we got some bed rolls, I suppose, mm-hmm. and we'll just lay ourselves out on the on the floor or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, after a couple of hours, the crew begins to filter over to the tower. You let them in. Okay. And they gather around, thankfully, for the protection that they have. Most of them would have been content to stay on board the ship, but this is such a wonder to them that they they're just eager to check it out. Ah, I see you brought a small cask of salted meats. <laughs> Let's break that bad boy open. Okay. Uh, you find yourself chowing down on some fine food. It's, it's gotten progressively better. Montague, Monty, I, I liked <laughs> I shortened it, has been working with the staff, and so they're making better food out of it. Uh, as she eats, Tira is in a, in a bit of a funky mood, being this close to I can imagine. home yeah. um, and sort of wrestling with her decision not to go back. Um, I know it's too late now, basically. Because we're still in somewhat familiar, familiar areas, for the yeah, most part. Well, for um, you. Bash, you never really... You, I you never, yeah, left, I, the yeah, yeah, yeah. never yeah. left the woods. Never left the woods. Tira, you may have come down this way maybe mm-hmm. only briefly. Uh, and you've never been here, right. Farron. So it's familiar in that it's close to home, but that's right, about it. Right, right, right. So realizing that just... Like I said, just wrestling with the decision not to take advantage of our nearness and just really hoping that the rest of this mission goes well enough that I didn't miss my chance forever. Okay. Maybe sort of kind of shunning conversation, not sitting around the campfire and roasting marshmallows with everybody else, just kind of brooding. Ooh, I mean, with, withdrawn a bit. Of a, a bit yeah, yeah. A, little, a little bit of brooding going on here. Marshmallows are pretty dope. <laughs> I'm asking the group, you know, how many more days it might be till we reach Kazaro. You know, just asking questions about the ship and all that. I'm not sure if how it works and everything. In consultation with the captain, who has brought the ship's charts with him and everything, because uh, he doesn't take downtime very much. And so it's always assessing and trying to figure out the route because they've never made a trip of this duration before. It's all new territory for them. He tells you it's probably going to be every bit of another week and a half to two weeks for us to make this trip. Kazaro is a far-flung place. Uh, You have chosen an interesting location to test this vessel. I take it he's probably an actual sea captain. In other words, he's actually been on other ships before. I mean, he's just not like, oh, we're going to make you a captain. That's right. Yeah, he is definitely used to the sea life. And this has been a shift for him. Asimri's drafted him particularly for his skill and his uh, leadership. And as you're quietly discussing these things, Tyria, you're overhearing it from a distance, but not really engaging. Mm -hmm. When somebody calls out softly, I see movement outside. All right, so I'm going to run up to the top of the, or run up to the top, open up the the door and get on top of the thing and look down. Do I see anything? Over there. And the crew member points 
north to the direction more toward the foothills to the southern end of the mountains where there are a few stunted trees and more of the grass growing and it's it's a tall almost like a beach grass you know what i'm talking mm-hmm, about mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, coarse yeah. grass yeah. that grows about three to four feet tall hearing the warning about there being movement outside and seeing bash go up the stairs i'm going to uh go ahead and drop my food and, and head up after him. Oh, yeah, because she has better eyes than I do. Yeah. She can see in the dark. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I have to push past him or anything, but just... Get out of the Yeah, way. I would say yeah. you welcome this. It's something to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're very not... Good. You don't have to live in your mind now. Very, very true. Very true. So I'm going to kind of... Maybe a little more brusquely than I normally do, which is kind of elbow past him. Let me see. I'm going to peer down to the foot of the trees or, or to wherever you see what you just said about the yeah. grass. Give me a... He's looking at my stats. Which one is she the worst? No, person? no. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to... Th- can I just see? I just want to yeah. see the what's available. <laughs> cool. He said, I just want to see the worst one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nature. Give me a nature check. Okay. That's one of my good ones, isn't it? No. Last. <sighs> Seven. You shake your head. I, I, There's nothing out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do we see the swaying of grass that would denote that something is out there? Why don't you give me a nature check, too? Okay. Twelve? That's right on. Okay. Tira is looking a little too far to the left, but as you follow her gaze, you notice a little twitch of something just to the right. And there by the trunk of a tree, you see that some of the grass has suddenly gone flat where somebody maybe misstepped or put their hand where they shouldn't and and flattened out some grass. I see something right there next to that tree. Where? Right there. They've pushed the grass down. I'm going to spend seven side points. I'm going to don a tough hide and I'm going to sprout wings. And I'm going to jump off the top of the tower and I'm going to fly just straight, straight down there. How, how far away is it? I'm going to say it's about 300 yards. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'd be able to jump off and like kind of essentially glide like mm-hmm. kind of straight down over there. That's right. Fair. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to say that uh, I, I followed Chira upstairs okay. uh, or up, <laughs> up the ladder uh, because I'm not entirely at ease with this whole fortress idea too. I'm not used to something mm-hmm. like that. Sure, so I sure. would rush up to see as well what I'm, what we're going to be dealing with. Bash, Bash, what are you doing? <sighs> I'm... The wind ruffles through your feathers as you glide down. Are you wanting to stay aloft or are you wanting to glide down to the ground and, and walk? Yeah, I, no, like I'm like, like, like get gliding. as close as possible so I don't like crash into whatever that might be or the tree, but I'm going to land like maybe just 10 feet before I hit, hit that area okay. essentially. So yeah, you, you bat your wings to come in for a, a gentle landing there in the grass. Mm-hmm. As you land, uh, suddenly five dark figures jump up, and that's where we're going to end this episode. Oh! Oh! Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. So a little bit of mystery there wow. at the end. To be continued. Yeah. Grief. You're so impulsive. <laughs> What's down there? I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> he just takes Split off. Split the party. Five figures suddenly. And that's our episode. For today. <laughs> yeah. They raise up a knife across your throat. And that's where we're going to stop yeah. the episode. Across your... <laughs> <laughs> and where are they? will they strike? Okay. Oh, man. Um, hmm. 
experience points. I think we're going to get one each because you did some things. (laughs) (laughs) That's really all I have to give. Let's see. Oh, yeah. You worked with your condition, Farron. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that was part of this episode. I think working together to come up with how to fix this, take two each. In addition to those one? (laughs) No, just two. Oh, so it's not three total? No, it's not three total. I thought I heard it was one. That's what I heard too. Yeah, the DM is vengeful, spiteful. All right. (laughs) You need three, don't you? Three (laughs) points. Come on, guys, help me out. I mean, he broke out his fortress for the first time. It was my idea for her to grab her stone out of her uh, revolving (laughs) uh, hemisphere, head sphere. That was my idea. I think using your fortress is worth two. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all you're going to get. What the? One point. Let's see. Um... What about me asking, hey, you know, you might want to go home, even yeah. though she didn't uh, do on. it. No. <laughs> well, that's just oh. conversation, dude. I mean. uh, what about that time I sighed and like <laughs> there was no silence then? I guess you get negative one point for being <laughs> so the? impulsive and just flying into danger when you can't even tell what it is. Actually, I like that about Bash because it keeps things interesting. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. One point for that. <laughs> You get, ooh, ooh. you get a half point <laughs> for impulsive. Uh, <laughs> three quarters of a point. I, I wait. Nine tenths of a I'll point. Be patient. Be patient. I pray for patience all the time. Maybe this. Maybe this is. The, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if yeah. you if you can give him one for something he did this episode, I that's fine. Hasn't he been kind of working with the crew to help the food get better? No, that was the. No, ship's I think cook. I think I was telling him how to make. Yeah. No, we didn't do anything this yeah. time. <laughs> that's that's the problem with shorter episodes. Is yeah, it feels like yeah. we just get going and then it's time to yeah. time uh, to wind fine. it down. Yeah, that's fine. I'll wait. It's cool. Yeah, things are about to happen. Mm. So maybe yeah, clearly uh, it's about to go down. I mean, next episode I should. I, yeah. I would think. <laughs> if you can't get I'm one ass- point <laughs> out of a battle episode, then we're in trouble. I'm assuming that during this traveling time, we've all sat down and had a real talk about stuff, right? I mean, yeah. after we had our encounter with the ghost and all that yeah more about myself and them have been revealed correct i think that's i think that's fair okay because i don't i don't know if i want to keep playing like i don't know what's going on yeah yeah no you don't have to be completely (laughs) clueless at at this point i mean yeah so things have been revealed you've talked about their adventures Mm -hmm. they've asked you about your background so uh, as much as you care to share yeah has been revealed and if, if something comes up and you're like, nope, I didn't say that, then sure, you didn't reveal that. Good. Basically, consider that you are now fully integrated with the group, and uh, maybe you'll have some opportunities to uh, flex your, your muscles soon. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's get a recap. Okay. Um, Tira is 86 points and two level nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walmart Bash is 99 points into level 10. Yeah. Nine. Nice try, though. (laughs) Did you realize you just said 99 points into level 10? Yeah. (laughs) I said what I said. You're like, I know what I said. (laughs) That's German for no. (laughs) Farron is 17 points into level 9. Okay. Wonderful. No. So we'll see what happens next time as the party is 
taken a different Tira's direction. Tira's gonna have to rush to Bash's, um, not escape. Aid. Aid. <laughs> rescue. Yeah. Tira's gonna have to rush to Bash's rescue again. Yeah, well, three hundred yards too. It's gonna take you guys. A time I know to get there. my little stubby legs ain't gonna get there that fast. <laughs> I'm coming. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, stackers, for joining us. Wait a minute. Oh no. Valorant is probably on the ship. Yeah. Because if she was, was there, you yeah, could have like just, I could glide jumped down off the time thing and glid down there as well. Yeah. Glid? <laughs> you could have glid down. down. <laughs> I glided. <laughs> Glued. <laughs> With a horse. Yeah. Interesting. That's right. All right, stackers, thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed our time at the table and the continuing adventure. I will say that the party took a little unexpected tour. And that is fine. No, that's great. I appreciate it. And it certainly helps to make the story richer for me because then I don't know what to expect. Thank you for tuning in. And we hope you'll join us again next time here at Stack of Dice. A voice whispers in your head. What does it whisper? (laughs) Too bad. So sad. (laughs) You stuck, Chuck. (laughs) 